Hello, you are listening to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have Julie Kudasov, Senior Portfolio Manager of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Mid-Cap Core Portfolio. Julie, thank you for being here today. Hello, Jordan. Happy to be here. Julie, the first quarter of 2021 saw a continuation of strong performance similar to the end of Q4 2020. Can you talk us through some of the key drivers in the markets that have impacted this? Yes, it was another robust quarter for the equity markets, driven by continued optimism over an economic recovery. Optimism supported by two key factors, a massive COVID-19 vaccination rollout globally and another generous fiscal stimulus package announced here in the U.S. As you mentioned, the first quarter was the continuation of the recovery that started with a positive vaccine announcement in November. Typical for an early recovery, it's been led by cyclical sectors, such as financials, industrials, and materials, with defensive sectors such as utilities and consumer staples lagging, and smaller cap names outperforming larger caps. One significant development this quarter, steepening of the yield curve, with a 10-year U.S. Treasury yield up over 60 basis points, reflecting recovery expectations. Julie, what were some of the key contributors to returns for the small mid-cap core portfolio during the first quarter of 2021? Our top contributor for the quarter was Scott's miracle Grow ticker SMG. Other top contributors included Thor Industries, ticker THO, Zebra Technologies, ticker ZBRA, CDW Corporation, ticker CDW, and Charles River Laboratories, ticker CRL. Scott's Miracle Grow is a leading manufacturer and distributor of lawn and garden products. Most of you are probably familiar with the company Scott's, Miracle Grow, Roundup, and Ortho Brands. And brands are important here, as most of us make only one soil or wheat killer purchase a year, and at a relatively low price point, are willing to pay a little more, knowing that the product will work. As such, brand strength translates directly into pricing power. And being the largest lawn and garden product player results in multiple skill advantages, be it in national advertising or the ability to serve large customers such as Home Depot, Lowers, and Walmart. Scott's continued to benefit from the stay-at-home environment, which is driving increased consumer engagement in lawn and gardening projects. Would you also mind walking us through an example of a key detractor to returns during the first quarter of 2021? The first quarter's market performance was driven by low-quality names, which is a headwind for us. We see companies that exhibit solid earnings stability, on par or better than that of the S&P 500. In our experience, they hold up much better during periods of economic distress and consequently tend to lag the market during periods of robust recoveries, similar to the one we observed in the first quarter. As a result, the strategy lagged the Russell 2500 index, primarily due to unfavorable stock selection in the industrials, consumer discretionary, and financial sectors. Cyclical sectors where our holdings are particularly different from those in the benchmark. Copart, ticker CPRT, an industrial sector holding, was the largest detractor during the quarter. Other detractors included CAMED, ticker CHMD, Pool Corporation, ticker Pool, 
MSCI, Tika MSCI, and Rollins, Tika ROL. Copart is the largest provider of auction services for salvage vehicles, where the company acts as an agent, collecting fees from both buyers and sellers. Once a car is deemed totaled, our insurance company, sellers, want to monetize the vehicle as quickly as possible at the highest possible price, and buyers are looking for the broadest vehicle selection from the most reputable sellers. Copart has achieved the critical mass, where both buyers and sellers have their needs met, which attracts additional buyers and sellers to the platform, reinforcing the so-called network effect. In addition, Copart is unique in its industry in that all of the company's auctions have been conducted online for years, allowing it to build a vast international buyer base, an advantage that became particularly evident during the pandemic. Shares lagged, however, due to investor concerns over volume declines driven by pandemic-related reduction in driving activity and consequently lower accident frequency. We see these issues as temporary in nature and believe that the company is well positioned for a post-pandemic recovery. Even in this challenging environment, lower volumes continue to be more than offset by escalating selling prices and high prices at salvage auctions are driving a greater vehicle supply, as insurance find it more attractive to declare vehicles total loss, creating a virtuous cycle for Copart. And as autos become more complex, the cost to repair will continue to rise, also resulting in high salvage volumes. Importantly, Copart remains a solid free cash flow generator, maintaining an under-leveraged balance sheet with a history of prudent capital allocation and excess cash return to shareholders in the form of sizable opportunistic share repurchases. Julie, last, as we move into Q2 of 2021, what are some of the key considerations you're looking at from a portfolio level? We entered this year with more confidence and expect further normalization, albeit cautiously, as COVID-19 has proven to be an unpredictable enemy, as evidenced by a recent case resurgence in Europe. One can discuss the outlook today without touching on the interest rate environment and inflation expectations. Our companies are strong free cash flow generators, self-funding entities that do not rely on external capital for growth, so for them, a less accommodative rate environment tends to serve as a tailwind from a competitive standpoint. And as it relates to the inflation concerns, we believe that our companies are also better protected. We shy away from capital intensity and direct commodity exposures, and our company's leading market positioning provides them with solid pricing power, including an ability to pass through any input cost increases to their customers. We're stock pickers, bottom-up investors first and foremost. Investors in businesses more so than investors in stocks. Needless to say, when the market is at the highs, finding attractive valuations is more challenging, but we are able to identify pockets of opportunity. We are always looking for companies that are positioned to benefit from structural shifts occurring in their industries, and the pandemic has created or accelerated a number of such shifts, most important of which is digital transformation. We will continue doing what we have always done, looking for differentiated, protectable businesses, self-funding entities producing superior returns on capital from under-leveraged balance sheets, an attractive set of characteristics for any environment, and certainly very relevant today.
Julie, as always, thank you very much for your time and your insights that you provide our Canecast listeners. We look forward to future conversations. Have a great day. Thanks, Jordan. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management, CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.